Are, are you just going to casually pick your nose while I talk to you? That's what I do. <laughs> it, it's a problem. I have tiny nostrils and hard snot. I'm sorry. <laughs> tiny nostrils and hard snot. I have tiny nostrils. So like it doesn't, there's nowhere for it to go, for it to go once it gets down there. Right. Like it just, it just comes and it settles and then it hardens. And then you have a real hard time getting it out of the sheets. I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> for those of you joining us for the very first time, this is Icon or Wycon, the show where we break down your favorite film universes one flick at a time. I am here as always with the pre-purchased posthumous gift to my partner, Mr. CJ LaRoche. CJ, how are you feeling today? Well, Andrew, I I feel like I'm finally ready to talk about it. Okay. Yeah, we you had know. to take a week off. It was a, yeah. This was big. This was yeah. big. Our episode is going to be very late, but I promise it will be worth it. Yeah. It, it just, it just hit me hard. Yeah. You know, the, it hit me hard and I felt like taking the week was, was the right thing to do, but I'm here. I'm, I'm ready. I'm strong. Let's go. All right. Well, why don't you tell the people what film we're going to be discussing? Okay. Tonight on icon or Wicon, we will be discussing John in Wixty seconds. <laughs> that was worth the wait. That was worth the wait. That was fucking good. Um, uh, no, that's not the title. Please continue. It's not. It's not. The, tonight on Icon or Wicon, Andrew and I will be delving deep into the famous action movie Road to Wikishin. That, oh, you, you put some thought into these, but that's still not the name of the movie. You're right. Right. Okay. Okay. Tonight on Icon or Wicon, we're going over the Wixtrix. <laughs> no. John Wick, baby. John Wick. Okay. So okay. here. So here's okay. the thing. Here's the thing. I am so curious to hear what you think because, like, uh-huh. I'm gonna come right out the gate and say it. This movie rocks. This movie slaps. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. It's, so it's su- monstrously good. Yeah, super satisfying. Yeah, no, fantastic, groundbreaking, uh, and it, it groundbreaking, but also like, wow, what a great nod to all that came before. It's like, how will we leave this world? Well, we'll leave it better than we found it, and that's what the filmmakers did with the American action film. Yeah, this has everything you could possibly need in it. And it has a nostalgic lead. Right. Right. No, he's, he is literally the best. All right. All right. After okay. seeing this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, he's amazing. He's amazing in this movie. And it's such a. Um... And he's also like 50. Oh, yeah. But it fully, this movie's so successful. It fully reinvigorated his career. It reinvigorated mm-hmm. talks of. Um, coming back to matrix it reinvigorated right. um bill and ted three like this movie was a big deal and he had had a string of flops and he was right. still sort of like a you know a legend because it's keanu reeves keanu reeves but like this was it's part of his renaissance he had done a uh, knock knock which was really good and this right. came out i was like holy shit so charming so good yeah fantastic uh right from the start 
right? Yeah. Like, like this woman who he's clearly has this amazing relationship with dies. Yeah. She's not killed. Right. She's not like some, some horrible death doesn't befall her. She just like gets sick and dies. Yeah. As, as right? these things happen. Yeah. And, and you can tell right away that like he used to be a badass because here comes Willem Dafoe. Shout out Willem Dafoe. Right. And you're like, oh, like, what's this, what's this cat about? Like, I love the fact that, like, to get him back into the world, right. To get hit, to pull him back into this life that he's clearly given up for her. It's not, it's not some, like, you know, like some mobster, like, fucking kills her. Yeah. No. Right. The way that they get in is so real and so grounded. And it's so wonderful. Even though, oh my God, it's so hard. It's, it's hard. I'll say this. All right, let's let's do this. I'm gonna ask you a couple of questions, and these are gonna be it's like a new not, format for the show. I like it. Right, I've been trying it lately. Have you noticed that? <laughs> um, so, like, I'm gonna ask you a couple. Of, these are not ephemeral questions, but just like a couple of like conversation starters about this movie. That th- these are things that jump out at me about this movie that I think is is super spectacular. Uh, how do you feel about the way they parse out the information? Right. Mm. How do you how do you feel about that? Oh my God, it's so subtle. Because because not not only subtle. Oh my God, because not only do we slowly learn that he's a badass, then we learn he's a former assassin. Then we learn he's the former assassin. Then we the learn there is this insane criminal underworld with criminal underworld rules that must not right. be broken lest you be punished. Like, yes. and, and you just, it's like, it's like that whole, uh, we've talked about this on the show before. I was raised evangelical Christian and uh, their favorite metaphor about how, about c- connecting with sinful people and how you should stay away from sinful people, which is hilarious. Mm. That's not what Jesus did. No. But um, I, was a, if you put a frog in a frying pan in the water, he'll just sit. And then you slowly turn up the heat and he won't notice that the heat is getting hotter. He'll just dehydrate and die. That's what sin will do to you. This is how I was raised. It's fucking insane. Christ, we've taken quite a turn here. Where is this going? I'll, I'll connect this to the film. You ready? Okay. Because as so. a, as a viewer, <laughs> sometimes you don't realize how crazy things you went through as a child until you tell it to somebody that's not insane. And then you're like, Fair oh, enough. my God. So like, um, but yeah, that's how I felt the whole time watching this film. I was just like, oh, wait, wait. Oh, my. He's paying with. Oh, oh she's she's in trouble because you can't attack somebody on these grounds. And oh, oh, my God. Oh, like every new thing. I was not prepared for it. It was just, it's, there's so many surprises at every turn. Yeah, no. Okay. Great, great, great analogy. Thank you. Great analogy. Um, I love, I I think the key word here is learn. Mm. You know, the movie doesn't just fucking hit you over the head with what's going on. Like it just parses it out to you just nice and easy. Right. And it never, it never full on comes out and says it, Mm -hmm. you know, you just have to gather it. Um, You know, I'm going to talk, a lot tonight about Greek mythology and how this film is basically mythology. Yeah. But it, like you said, it doesn't fucking nail you over the head with it. It's like, Hey guys, um, you know, the, the hotel uh, manager. Yeah. That's Apollo. Yeah. You know, you know, uh, Winston, the guy who runs the continental. Yeah. That's, that's Zeus. 
right? Ares is fucking Vigo. His son, who was afraid of war, Demos, right? Like it's it's all there yeah. if you pay attention, but it never comes out and says it. Like the gold coins, right? Like how do people get across the river sticks? Yeah. They have to have a gold coin, not Greek currency, yeah. but a gold coin. Oh my God, it's fucking amazing. It's so good. It's so good. All right. How about this? You ready for this? Here's another, just a thought probing question. Okay. How do you feel about the MacGuffin, the way into the story? And I'm talking about <sighs> Daisy. Daisy. No, I know. It's, it's stunningly heartbreaking. Um, yeah. When he, ki- like the dog crawled over to John to die, mm-hmm. you know, he lights up or burns down the, the criminal underworld of New York, not because they killed his wife, not because they killed his dog, but they killed what his dog represented. You know, like in the beginning, okay, real quick sidebar, like when he's doing all those donuts in the parking lot, is Daisy in the car with him? Yes. Oh, she must be so sick. I know. That poor thing. But he decides not to kill himself and then like hangs out with the dog. I love it. Um, but the way that it's all set up, like, you know, like when Alfie Allen, shout out Alfie Allen. Yeah. Well done, young man. You're fantastic. Uh, the way that he's like touching her in the car, you're like, get your filthy fucking whatever you are, his hands off of that dog, man. And then when they kill it, it's like, oh, no, God damn it. Right. And then he goes to work. Then then he goes to work. And like, this is where we like we have our first real like God analogy, right? Of him using the hammer to literally break through his new life into what he had buried beneath. Yeah. Come on. When he pulls that whole thing out and it's like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I don't like how easily he went down, right? And like quit in the in the beginning with the dog. I mean, I guess if you take a baseball bat to the head, that's gonna. He wasn't, and and he's been out of the game for five years. He's not. That's his, his, rusty. His spidey senses aren't up for that. Like he hasn't yeah. been, and also he has. We find out later that there's an agreement. Like he's been released. There's no reason to expect this. Mm, sure, 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 sure. You know, even even were he to cross paths with the criminal that knew who he was, there's no reason he would expect this. He's been he he did his impossible task. Shout out to a Hercules reference. Right. He he did his impossible right. task exactly, and he's been released. Yeah. So he's good. He had five years of life with this woman. It's been all quiet on the Western Front. There was no reason to think those assholes that he encountered would do this. Partially because this thing that they do to him is fucking insane. Yeah. Now I'm. I have a question. Like when he, when he's at the gas station, does he know that's Yosef? No, he doesn't. No. Okay. No, because he has to find out. Does he find out with the conversation with John Leguizamo? With Aurelio, yeah. Aurelio. Yeah, okay. Sorry, my pronunciation okay. is bad. Yeah. Also, I love that you Aurelio. I know. I love that Aurelio. Well, I'm tired and hungry because my delivery didn't come. Anyway. Well, your fine. delivery came, but someone. Someone stole it. Someone yeah, we don't stole, have to. Yeah, someone stole your food and killed your dog. This is my John Wick moment. God, watch out, San Antonio, Andrew. It, he's it's, coming. It's the little ones you got to look out for. We're real scrappy. Piano wire and choke everybody to death. Oh my god, like that weird Judd Nelson movie from the eighties. 
Ooh. Do you remember that movie right. where he was like, see, it's easy. It was so scary. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Fred Nelson had a good career. Let's not digress. Let's not. I know, I know, I know, I know. But anyway, <laughs> I love that Aurelio recognizes the car. And he's like, the fuck are you doing? Yeah. No, it's beautiful. It's it's beautifully made. Yeah. This movie. It it's so so good. Like the way that you as soon as he you know, as soon as he comes in there, you're like, oh no, like he this guy's important. Yeah. Like this is a problem for yeah. our, our young Russian friends. Oh yeah. And they thought they were just gonna get away with it because he's, he's yeah. they're spoiled and they're he's the son of a crime lord. Of course they'll get away with it. Yeah, and who is this person? Doesn't matter. He just has a really nice car. He lives in the suburbs of New Jersey. What I think is interesting is that I'm not sure that Vigo wants to put the bounty on John's head. Of course he doesn't. Do you know what I mean? Like, Of course I, he doesn't. I, I think he has to because this is his son. Mm-hmm. And Vigo did not want, like he tried to talk him out of it. He's like, if you do this, we're go- it's going to be a problem. I have to do yeah. something. I have to react. Right. Right. But John is not, well, he, he destroys all him. of them. He destroys he all him. of them. No. He was like, he was like, oh, come on, man. Like, let's be civilized about this, you know, as opposed to and literally any other human being on earth, he would be like, you run and hide because I'm going to, I'm coming for you and I'm going to kill you. Yeah. But it's John Wick. So he's kind of like, bro, um, how about we, can you let this line? Like, it's just, can we sort dog. this out? And John's like, no, like, yeah, no, because he, he took his fresh start. His opportunity to grieve. Yeah. John had allowed himself to sort of imagine a next chapter. Yep. And they took that away from him. And now John's like, well, then we're just going to go back to the beginning of the book and light it on fire. It's crazy. But then you think, okay, so then this is the part about this movie that's crazy. So you think that once he gets his revenge, this is going to be the end of the story. But no. No. No, because... Because the the crime lords, right, the gods, if you yeah. will, their fucking their ego won't allow it. They right? have like to... the ego couldn't just like accept defeat and be like, okay, he got my son. We're even. We're even. Nope. No, now now he has to go and kill his fucking best friend. Yep. Not cool, man. Like that's not going to end well for you. I love it. I I love Vigo too. The the great Michael Nyquist. The, the his performance in this film is fantastic, and I love that. Like. Every time you see him, he's like getting ripped on a new drug. Yeah. Right. Like he starts with alcohol, then he smokes a joint and then like whatever he's on at the fucking end, because he knows like that this is the end game. This is bad. This is going to be really bad. Yeah. Once there's there's nothing he can do except just get totally fucking lit up. It's going to spiral out of control as it does. Yeah. Yeah. Now he let's. Didn't, he didn't need to kill Marcus. Like why, why go, why not just accept defeat and walk away? Like, that's my question for you. Well, okay, you ready? Um, yeah. He's got a rep to protect, man. I know, but like John Wick, it was the reason that that rep exists. I know, I know. But th- there's th- there's no diplomacy in this game. He can't be like, all right, you got me, dude. No, he's the boss, and he has to make an example. And not only does he make my son, yeah. And not only does he make an example of him, he also doubles down by encouraging reckless hitmen to violate the rules of the Continental to get him. Oh yeah, Mrs. Perkins, which is a big Miss Perkins, Perkins, which is a big deal. And that's what 
that's one of the most fascinating things about this movie. Gets her shot in the face. Yeah. That there's a safe house, right? Safe house. And these are the rules. Amnesty. This is a neutral territory. Right. And that's that. You can even parlay here. This is the place. If you want to try and negotiate a peace, that's the spot. Because there are big consequences in the underworld for violating that. And he encourages this violation, which is basically almost shooting himself in the foot. And it's a power move. It's yeah. like, I so believe in this dual. Yeah. I so believe in this. And I so believe that this is the right move that I'm willing to violate underworld rules because my power will get me out of it. Mm-hmm. Not wild. Yeah, no, it's it, again, hubris, man. Yeah. The he, the ego is, it's just so powerful. And it is you know, wild. It's, it's it, it starts with Yosef's ego in the beginning. Yeah, you know, like you said, he's spoiled. He's a, the son of a, a a warlord. Like nothing bad could possibly happen to him, no matter what he does. Yeah, think twice when John Wick's involved. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. John Wick is the coolest mobster character ever on screen. Well, you know, and I think Discuss. I okay, all right. And here's the thing: I'm not even prepared to disagree with you because that is one thing that is just so true. John Wick is <laughs> fucking cool. He's cool as shit. Like he is he's, he's cool as shit. Like he is the boogeyman. Yeah. Now Baba Yago, how they say it, is actually yeah. not the boogeyman. It's a terrible translation. It's actually like some mythical uh old lady with saggy breasts. No. Really? Yeah. Yeah, the way that they they got it wrong. It's actually like Badoika or something is Boogeyman. But Baba Yego or Baba Gay, whatever they say in the movie, is much cooler. It's very, very cool. Yeah. Much more imposing. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and the, the thing is, a lot of Vigo's motivation is fear of John Wick coming to him. Sure. I think, I think he sure. knows that John Wick will. And, 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 and the, the thing that Yosef really fucked up is that at this point, John Wick is going to burn it all down. He could give a shit. Yeah, I think that, it, you know, the noble thing for Yosef to do would be just to sit on the grenade. Yeah. Right. To be like, okay, you know what? I'm not going to get out of this. And for the sake of everybody involved, I'll just turn myself in. Yeah. Because no matter what, I, it's, I'm going to I'm gonna die. But he doesn't believe that. Yep. Right. So it's interesting. And also, like, back to Vigo, he has John Wick dead to rights. But instead of just, like, finishing him off, he fucking, you know, gives a big speech and, like, leaves. Mm. Walks away. Can't do that. Can't do that. Well, I guess that's why it kills Marcus, because Marcus ultimately gets him out of that situation. The final confrontation between John and Vigo. Yes. It's Smith and... Neo. It's epic. On steroids. It's epic. It's epic and it's insane. And what kills me, and this goes along with what I was saying before about John being completely with nothing left to lose. John lets himself get stabbed. Dude. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. <laughs> to get the upper hand. To get the upper hand. Isn't that How many times wild? has he been like stabbed in that one place though? He got stabbed. He got shot. He got Miss Perkins beat on him. Like, but yeah, no, that's the thing. He is the best. He's the best. Always right? will be. To beat the best. To be the best, you got to beat the best. And you can't because he's willing to beat himself to beat you. 
And what's funny is there's some there's something spiritually connected to Taken with this movie about the whole concept about messing with the absolute wrong guy. Don't you do know? It. Don't, don't do, do it. it. Yeah, you don't. You have no idea who you're messing with. Yeah. Like schoolyard rules, man. The biggest kid gets the lunch money. Yeah. And and I think Wait that's it. so amazing about this movie that this is so don't mess with the wrong guy to the next level. He is the boogeyman. The only reason he had a simple civilian life is because he had to kill an insane amount of people to earn it. Yep. And he, and he earned it. it. Fate took it away from him. Yeah. And before she passed, she had this puppy delivered the to foresight. him. She had yeah. the foresight. To, to know that he's going to, yeah, to give him something. And when that got taken away from him, oh. he's, he snaps. Yeah. But like in the most like controlled, efficient, maniacal. He's going to bring maniacal. them all down. Not yeah. maniacal, but like methodical. Methodical is what I meant to say. Yeah. yeah. Methodical. He is going to bring them all down. Bro, I love when he's going into the fucking uh, club. Or the, the spa. And actually, huh. you know what? That that spa, I actually got um my wife a birthday present one year. Oh yeah. Spa. Yeah. That's fine. Um yeah, it wasn't a Russian mob bathhouse. It's just a spa. <laughs> um, but I love when he's talking to the security guard outside and he says, you know, how many how much weight have you lost? And and he says like 60 pounds or something in Russian or whatever it is, right? He's actually telling him how many people are inside. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's very fucking cool, incredible, and the way that he goes through that nightclub, spa, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, the gun, the gun foo. Yeah, trademarked phrase. Oh my god! And the, the one, the one time he like takes time to reload. Yeah, while the guy's like staggering, like he does like a he does like a hurt shot and then a kill shot on like almost everybody. The choreography in this film is absolutely breathtaking. It's next level. It's next level. Um, and it's not really effects driven, you know? No, it's all practical. Yeah. It's all it's, Keanu. It's it's serious, just fighting, just fight choreo. Yeah. And it looks guns. and it looks so badass. Bad ass. The fucking long takes. The long take in his house. I mean, we didn't even touch on like our first introduction to John. No, we didn't. Like, John Wick, the gangster. Yeah. Right when those dudes come into his house. And I love, 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 love. It's one of my favorite. Bug just laid on my microphone. It's one of my favorite <laughs> moments in the, the entire movie is when he's gearing up, right? Like the guys are coming in, this fucking like suspenseful music playing, like, right? And it's like, it's not the music, but like the mood. And then, like in every other action film, it would go into in John Wick. I'm sorry. The music cuts out. It cuts out, and you hear the battle. Yeah, right. You hear the guns clicking and the fuck. Oh my god! When he fucking snaps the dude's neck on the counter, bro. It's amazing. It's fucking stunning film it's an amazing movie it's an amazing movie it's it's top notch um it's violent but it's not gory no but the violence is is motivated by plot oddly enough yeah like you're on board with john imagine wick that imagine yeah. that you're really on board with john wick and then what's crazy is that they bookend it he's like all wounded 
he and then at the end of it, he breaks into an animal clinic and sees a pit bull puppy. And he grabs his next opportunity to grieve. Yeah. And they're gonna go through this together. It's it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. I was bowled over by the strength of this movie. And this is another one that it just really succeeds on the rewatch because I liked it. I knew I liked it. I've seen all the ones. I'm so happy they're making a fourth and fifth still. Yeah. Um, I've seen all of them. But to go back and watch this again, and Bartsky got me into these. These were a, a, an early pandemic watch for me. So it's oh, so right. funny. It's so funny. My life is like sort of eating its tail because me and Bart early in the pandemic we're watching film universes and that's how I got the idea to do this show with you. I was like, mm-hmm. what if we just break the film universes down? Cause like, it's really interesting to take them all in in one sitting. Yeah. Um, and this is one of the ones that was new to me two years ago. And now I'm coming back to it holds up on the rewatch so hard. Oh, so strong. So enjoyable it's a special film. Yeah. It's a special film. Yeah. It's as good as it gets. It's great. It's great. I love it. I, I need a moment. I need a moment. We should take a break. Let's do it. All right. You know, CJ, this is one of our pandemic traditions that I'm so glad we were super consistent with because I really am starting to see the results of all of our work on this podcast. It's pretty great. Now, where are you seeing results, Andrew? Like in your midsection, um, like in your your chest area, where where are the results happening best for you? Because I could use some. Listen, my chest area is on fire, but really it's because my heart is so full from all the engagement we've been getting on our social media. I mean, I'm talking to... I'm talking to people on the Instagram. I'm talking to people on the Twitter and I want to do more of it. The 18 listeners have really started to engage. Uh, We appreciate you. We see you. Uh, We're very excited to have you. Yeah. So I think that Andrew, where can, where can the people who may be 19, 20, 21, where can they find us? Listen at icon or Ycon, both on Twitter and Instagram. And we have gotten way more active than we ever were. So remember those 15 episodes where we kind of lied to you about communicating with us? They're, it's true now. We're actually there and we want to hear from you. So I say go for it. Just do it. Yeah. Log on, log in, trip out. <laughs> back to the show. And we're back. We are back from the break. Um, and we're sorry that we haven't recorded a new commercial in quite some time. We should do one of those soon, right? Soon, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But but continue to, to please engage with us on the social medias. Yeah, we do love that. We do love that. Yeah, yeah. Take what the commercial says and run with it. I love that. All right, CJ. Yeah. I think I think I got a little bit too emotional. Like losing Daisy was hard for me. It's very hard. You yeah. know, but um we took a break of a week. And then we went into the episode and then we took another break to like really, really center ourselves. And um, in my meditation, something became clear to me. Um, I think we need to answer some ephemeral questions. I think we do. And, you know, the loyal listeners of this show, um, I know what you're expecting here. Um, But Andrew, I'm glad that you brought up Daisy. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that instead of me blowing out my vocal cords tonight, singing an amazing song. I'd like to actually just take a moment of silence for Daisy for Daisy. Let's do it. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. What worked about this movie for you, CJ? Um, everything. (laughs) I know, right? It's actually really Um, strong. It's really satisfying. 
There are so many wonderful things about this film that we could talk about. The cinematography, my God, this fucking, it looks so great. Mm-hmm. The colors when they're in the Continental, John Wick all black, um, the, like the, the, the daylight, like the way that the fucking daylight is colored, like with this hue of, I don't even know what it is, man. It's, kind of, it's like looking at like, like, a, like a remastered old photograph. It's just so beautiful. Um, the gun foo is just fucking incredible. What, what I really, really, really love about the film, I think what I think works the most, and we touched on it earlier, right, is the mythology. Mm-hmm. The, the yeah, it's cool. Building in this film and the way that they give it to you by not really giving it to you, it's, it's breathtaking. Yeah. So, so good and so masterfully done. The writing and the world building is what worked the most for me in, in a movie with, with, I mean it, man, like start to finish, I was in it, you know, and like it ended and I want to watch it again. There's never a data dump in this movie. There's never. There's never a data, a data dump. dump in this you, movie. You, you follow your main character and you learn about him through what he's going through in the moment. Right, the and catharsis. you learn everything. You learn everything you need to know from the circumstances that our main character encounters. It's brilliant storytelling. Yeah, there's the never a room full of. There's never a room full of like scientists or criminals like talking about what happened and, and like you no. learn as it goes. Yeah, the only so the good. only time where like there's a little bit of like what could be perceived as a data dump is the boogeyman song. Yes. But, but it fits so well because at that point you already know that like he's the boogeyman you've seen it or like the man that you send in to kill the boogeyman like you've yeah you know what you know what's about to happen um i love that song by the way i think it's so well placed and like i love the fucking like weird subtitles in the film um like we haven't even talked about that at all no Um, yeah it's no it's just so cool the fucking world building and, and the mythology top notch. Um, I'd love to hear now what you what you thought worked for you. you what worked? So there's like yourself. There are so many things that work. Um, but the thing that I keep coming back to, and maybe it's because as I get closer to my forties, I'm now less than a year away from my forties. Less than a year. Ten months. When's your birthday? January. January what? 13th. Okay. It's in my calendar. You know <laughs> this. We've been friends for a long time. You know this. I make people celebrate my birthday. It's very special for me. Um, like yeah. No. I, I Maybe it's because I'm getting older and, and, and a, a bit more sensitive. And, you know, my therapist has been working with me on my heart space for years now. And shout out to her because she's uh, made me bearable. Anyway. Um, I think the thing that worked the most is the heart. Yeah. Um, he, yeah. There's a there's a mission. We as the audience get to see something that these criminals never saw, right? They never saw that he found his truest self, that he had a moment where he was exactly who he wanted to be and, and he had someone that let him leave who he was behind. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He got yeah. what he was looking for. And the thing is, movies usually end when your main character gets what they're looking for. And um, this movie begins when he loses what he was looking for. And, and that's, it's, it's such a a powerful thing. And, and because of that, we're allowed a, 
a portion of this man who does very violent, horrible things, but we've seen his heart first. Usually you meet a violent man and you learn they have a heart. We saw yeah. his heart first and then he becomes no, that's, a violent man. That's, that's a great point. Yeah. The way like that they take, like he becomes the hero. Yeah. Right? And so and we get on board with this It's justice. not even he's an anti-hero. No. Like, he starts out as like our hero. No. Like, this oh my is God, justice. this poor man lost his wife. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And yeah, this isn't vengeance. This is justice. This is justice. And it's wild. It's wild to get so on board with him. And then just he's done all of these insane things. And just as he is about to ascend into action hero status, they do the vet clinic scene. Yeah. And they remind you that this is who you met. And he yeah. just he, he just wants to get back to this. He yeah, got he, he got dragged to... here. He got dragged yeah. here. Yeah, well, no, they say, like, even if you dip, you know, Winston says it, right? Like, even if you dip, like, your little toe in it, you're going to get pulled back into this. Yeah. And he just wants out. He wants to finish the job, make sure that justice is served, and then he's going to go back to his old life. And we believe that at the end of the movie. That's what, yeah. Yeah. It's fascinating, but that's what works out. Totally. So much heart. They make you get so on board with his mission. It's really wonderful. No question. What did not work about this movie for you. Okay. So uh, what didn't work for you? <laughs> I have nothing, Andrew. CJ, I love it. I could sit here. I, I sort of touched on it earlier with like, um, he went down too easy in the beginning, but you, you explained that away. Yeah. I could say like the way that Vigo walked away from him, you know, instead of like finishing the job, but like, no, his, that his ego and his hubris caused him to do that. I, 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 there's no part of this movie. Oh, killing that poor man who was catch and release Miss Perkins. That didn't work for me. How could they do that? Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't nice. Sweet. That sweet gangster man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's, let's think Andrew, like what, what, Uh, if I had to pick something, uh, huh. Um, because I really racked my brain. I had a whole extra week and I still couldn't come up with anything. You know what? Okay, okay, I'll say this. I'll say this. In the spirit of the dearly departed Betty White, um, Betty White turned down a role in as good as it gets because um in as good as it gets, he's taking care of this dog because he's taking care of his neighbor's dog, mm-hmm. and uh he drum- drops the dog down a trash chute. And the dog survives, but he drops a puppy down the trash chute. And um, Betty White was like, I can't be in a movie where you do something mean to an animal. That's just not my thing. Right. And that's how she famously got the part in, um, what was it, in Blake Placid, where she's the one actually like aiding and abetting the monster. Mm. It's because that's where she was, she was so animal rights with her art at that point. Um, right. So I would say if there's one thing that didn't work, it's but it works so well because it's the MacGuffin, but it's just seeing the puppy get hurt. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Crying, when she's crying, like, you know that she's not going to make it night's about to fall. Yeah. Like, yeah. why couldn't she just shut up? Yeah. Just shut up Daisy. Yeah. It's yeah. That was hard. And it's still hard. Yeah. It's hard every time. It's still no, so this it's one not. thing, but the thing is it's, it's part of the moment. It's so shocking. It's so shocking that it gets you on board with your main character. So I understand I understand the shock value of it, like, but it's yeah, it's a, it's no, it definitely it it just furthers uh, the humanization, yeah, of the character, right? Like yeah. that you're about to see not be human at all. Like he's a god, 
Yep, he's insane. Yeah. Um, does this movie make? Wait, no, I didn't ask you. It didn't work for you, but I guess we kind of came. Did. To... I did, but I you didn't. I... Yeah, uh, nothing. I couldn't. I yeah. tried. So, does this movie make your desert island top five? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this movie's at the top of the list, man. Like yeah. th- these, this is the type of movie that the desert island is for. I feel that. Yeah. Right. Like when you when you come across a movie like this, when you come across a Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, when you come across The Matrix. Yeah. Keanu. Uh, those are the movies that like you want to show your kids. Right. Like, well, in this case, it'll be like you want to watch with your young adult son or yeah. daughter um, or child. So this is the movie. Right. Yeah. This is the one that like you, you're like, oh, my God, I can't wait till they're old enough to fucking watch John Wick with me. Um, because it's so fucking beautiful. Yeah. It's, it's got all of the things that like everybody loves and it's in one movie, right? Like you could make a case that John wick is a like love story. You could, you could make a case that it's a yeah, love you could. story. Yeah. Right. You could make a case that John wick is a comedy. I could see that. It is. It's you can fun. Make a case. It's really fun. It's not a romantic comedy, but like the bromance between John and Marcus is strong. Oh, and that's why losing Marcus is very hard. It's strong. L- yeah. Losing Marcus is very very hard. Yeah. Um. This yeah. This movie has it all, and uh, I I I can't wait to watch it again. Yeah. Like I might when we do John Wick two this week. I might I might watch John Wick again. Do a back to back. That'll be so. I fun. might do a back to back. I might do a back to back. Yeah, yeah. I'm very excited. Tell me why it makes your desert island top five. Well, I love that you knew that my answer was yes. Of course, I did. Um, my answer was yes for all of the reasons you discussed. But I think the more interesting answer that I would like to give you is the fact that, like, I until I rewatched it, I wouldn't have considered it a contender. Oh wow. But we've spent over a year discussing movies and what works about them and what doesn't work about them. And when I finished it and I was just like, that's delightful as shit. I could watch yeah. this every day. Right. I could watch that's... it in installments too. You could watch it in like 20 minute chunks and have a really wonderful experience. Oh, dude. the fucking Not every movie scene, works watch, like that. Not every movie. You could watch the house scene. You could watch the, the Russian bath scene. Are they Russian? Yes. Yeah. You could watch... Um, you could watch the last fight, right? With the lightning. Oh, the last I mean, fight is incredible. Dude, we haven't even touched on mayhem. We have not touched on mayhem. Mayhem is fantastic. There's so much. The fucking Lance Reddick is the hotel manager. Yeah. Come it's on. wild. It's fucking great. This it's wild. Great. Yeah. My it's voice is so high pitched. Because the movie's so good. The movie's so good. All right. Are you ready for my RBQ? Yeah. We should come up with a little jingle for the RBQ and like play it. We should. We should. Like it's this isn't it, but like it's time for the random bonus, random bonus question. Because we couldn't have an episode without you singing. We couldn't. There it is. Ah! (laughs) Yes. Yes. Totally. But no, I was definitely not going to sing for Daisy. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm saying it again. Yeah. All right, let's have the Ruth Bader question. (laughs) Stop. Oh, God, rest. Another one. Yeah, I know. So sad. Okay, random bonus question. Yeah. 
the movie shoot, it's a mess. It's going crazy, right? It's crazy or it's going badly. It's go- it's it's it, people don't understand what we're assembling. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's like the new Mad Max movie where everybody was mad because they couldn't see what he saw and then he assembled the cut and like, "Oh my god, it's it's wild." It's like that. This is one of those things only the director knows what's happening. Um the actors are on board but like the crew doesn't know what's going on. Everybody's like wild and they send you in to calm the producers. Okay. You have 10 seconds uh-huh. to calm the producers. And that's okay. the name of this RBQ, calm the producers. How do you All continue right. getting the movie made? Okay, guys, do you remember when we first were given the script for The Matrix? And do you remember how much money we made after that? This is that. Well done. Because everybody was like, The Matrix? Yeah. What the fuck? What? How are we gonna do this? How are we gonna shoot this? Like a lot of celebrities. This is crazy. A lot of celebrities Uh, passed on the Matrix. Yeah, Yeah. of course they did. It's fucking weird, right? You mean to tell me that you're just gonna like fucking kill 117 people because they killed his dog? That's not a good enough reason, guys. It's a good enough reason. People are gonna be talking about John Wick's dog for centuries i like that yeah thank you andrew calm the producers you guys the one thing that sells better than a scandal is a comeback story this is about an assassin that left his life behind and this is his comeback for the final payback to move on with his life but we've cast keanu reeves and it's also a comeback room after a string of flops and we're world building we're gonna have sequels we're gonna have merchandise we're going to have all kinds of things. Just give me two more weeks. Let me finish the shoot. You'll love the rough cut. Promise. Are kids going to be wearing the costumes? Yes. Sold. Hey, we've calmed the producers. And that is your RBQ for the week. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, the producers have been calmed. <laughs> what is... <laughs> Feeling real jingly tonight. Yeah, you've been so jingly. What is uh what what is your special award? Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. Andrew, we all went to school. Right? Most of us went to school. Yeah, yeah. uh, On some level. We all had that teacher. Mm -hmm. Right? The teacher that believed in us, the teacher that taught the subject that we were most interested in the teacher who we remember and that teacher for me was margaret connor the subject that everybody was like so jazzed about in the manchester elementary school was once you got to greek mythology with mrs connor Mm -hmm. so on this episode of Icon or Ycon, I'm going to give John Wick the Make Margaret Happy Award. <laughs> the way that this film links its mythology to Greek mythology would have made Margaret happy. Mm. And as as I'm watching this and as I'm like gathering all this information, like I just kept thinking, like, wow, 
Margaret Connor taught me about all this shit, and that's how I'm able to see it. And also, it's so fucking good. But make Margaret happy. <laughs> I love it. The make Margaret that's happy. That's what John Wick did. Very, yeah. That is very, very sweet. I love that. That's very cool. And you know I love celebrating an educator. Celebrate them. They're they the don't best. they don't get enough credit. They don't make enough money. No. Put up with close. they put up with a lot of shit and we cannot even you know what, though? without them. They do they do get summers off. Fuck that. That's what they tell you when they want you to become a teacher, and it's not enough because you're working the whole summer preparing for next year. I grew True. up with a teacher. All she did was worry about next year's class. Okay. Well then my sister must be slacking because all that woman does is play golf in the summer. Oh no, you called her out so bad. <laughs> I do. She's 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 the she's the reigning uh mid, like middle school teacher of my life. So that's she's fantastic. Fine. And she doesn't listen anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Andrew, let's hear your special award tonight. Okay. My special award is the Rizzo Award. Like, like, like Greece Rizzo? Rizzo from Greece. All right. You ready? I am. When Rizzo sings, there are worse things I can do. There are worse things I could do. Great song, right? Then go with a boy or or two. two. Amazing song. It's amazing, right? She's the big the big climax of the song is I don't steal and I don't lie, but I can feel and I can cry. A fact I bet you never knew. Oh. Right? There are worse things I could do. So you've you've written this song about this woman who's just hard, right? But like she does have some emotions. Yeah. And they're there. Oh, yeah. And in a lot of ways, you could say that Rizzo is delivering a masculine energy. Mm, okay. And the thing is, I'm not standing by the statement that Rizzo was delivering masculine energy. I'm saying that people would say that because men traditionally are not allowed to show their feelings. Mm-hmm. We're entering a culture now where we've learned that that creates mental health problems and we should oh, embrace Jesus, our yeah. feelings. And, 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 and literally a lot of the work I've done over the past few years is further embracing emotions and understanding them that we all have to do that. We all have them. They're real to, to imagine that they don't exist. As real. And what I love about this movie is that you have a hero who's the coolest man you've ever met. And yeah. your, your way into his journey is his emotional integrity. And his connection oh, to his no emotions question. and his emotional the, response the way that, in the face the way of that trauma. He has to, the way that he has to deal with that trauma. Exactly. This is exactly I think, I think, and I think that's really fucking cool. So yeah. I gave him the Rizzo award because Rizzo is queen, queen B, but she can feel and she can cry. And you didn't know yeah. that because you didn't ask. No, no. And like stalker Channing is like a little intimidating. So you probably wouldn't ask. Yeah. You know, I, I just that's what uh, talk about one of the greatest performances in, the, in a movie. Her Dude, performance is Rizzo. She that carries woman, that movie. She's, she's, she's like 35 playing a high schooler, but it doesn't matter. Steals the show. Every scene she's in movie. steals it. So good. So memorable. Anyway, I think I know the answer to the final question. Yeah. This movie's iconic as hell. It is. It is the again, it's the very definition of the word. Iconic. Yeah. 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 Um, 10 years John from now. John Wick's dog. Yeah. 20 years from now. 
20 years from now, we're going to well, announce it's it's a whole world. There's two more movies coming out. The John Wick Quintilogy. Is that a thing? Oh God. Sure. Are we going to get, when's the fourth one release? We don't know. Uh, March of 2023. So we're going to have to do an updated episode in a couple of years. We'll, re- we'll revisit everybody. Have no fear. Yeah, yeah we'll do it. Um, CJ, I'm so glad we, I'm, I'm, I'm so glad we talked about this movie. I'm so glad we took a, a break to center ourselves to really be yeah. fresh enough to talk about this movie. Um, and no. I'm really glad that you really were like, we got to do John Wick because no, I was, I was, I was dubious. I'm going to be honest. I'm like more Keanu really, but like, no, you're, you're glad. I'm glad. You're glad. It's good. They're yeah. fun. They're super fun. They're really good. Yeah, no question. And and just quick shout out to Movies with Mikey on YouTube. Uh, he does a great breakdown of John Wick. If you need more John Wick, go for it. Go to go to Movies with Mikey. Yeah, he really like he puts a fucking fine tooth, a fine tooth, no, a fine point. He puts a he puts he puts the exclamation point on the the Greek mythology angle for this film. Check it out. Fine tooth comb was where you were going with that, but I'm not sure. I'm how not. It, I'm not. No, yeah. he puts like the put the point the fine point. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's, it's a great. A great it's a great video. Watch it. It's, <laughs> it's going to be video. Great. Yeah. yeah, all this <laughs> stuff is great. He's another. He's another favorite of mine. All right. All right. Well, I think we did it, CJ. Well, and next yeah, week we 100 percent did. Yeah. And and next week we'll do John Wick two, chapter two. Oh, chapter two. Chapter two, so good. They're all good. I love. Well, for Icon or Wicon, I'm Andrew David Sotomayor. I am CJ LaRoche. And we'll see you next time. Next time. <laughs>